When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog I used to think that this was my town What a stupid thing to think I hear you biting off a brain down I myself am on the brain I used to want to be a real man I don't know what that even means I just want you in my arms again And we can search each other's dreams What's up, 3Bs? What's up, Diamond Dogs? What's up, Athletic Gerbils? It's Three Swings with Rhea Butcher. That's me. I'm the host of this podcast. It's about baseball and other things. Um, Mostly life, you know? Uh, But right now, baseball is actually giving me life again. I didn't really watch much of the season. I was pretty against it. Um, And... Now that it's happening in the postseason, I'm just along for the ride Um, because we're here. I'm queer. I'm very used to it. And I'm just going to enjoy a thing. You know, I'm just going to let myself enjoy a thing. Um, So this episode, I'm going to keep the the up top kind of brief. I'm feeling pretty good today. You know, Uh, can't complain. So that's good. You know, Um, just one day at a time and really... uh, keeping it pretty simple and chill. I went back to work. I had a lot of feelings about that, a lot of fears, a lot of everything. And I realized, hey, I said yes to work. So I'm going to show up and I'm going to do my job and I'm going to take care of myself. And I realized that's all you can do is just keep taking care of yourself. Um, So I hope everybody out there is taking care of themselves, doing what they can for other people in their life, uh, putting some love out into the world and uh, just generally getting by. I hope you're doing all right, and I am thinking about you. I do think about you. Um, I know you probably think, oh, they don't think about me. Well, I don't know your name, and I don't know what you look like, but I am thinking about you, because I'm thinking about you right now. So I'm sending you love, and I'm sending you care, and I hope you're finding things to enjoy, and I hope you're able to enjoy some moments right now. I hope you're able to enjoy some people, and I hope that there's some joy in your life and that you can find it. Um, Last night I had some strawberry shortcake and it is one of the most delicious strawberry shortcakes I've ever had in my life. And so right now I'm just really enjoying that, that I got to have that with my partner whom I love very dearly and we had a really great night. And so that's pretty great. You know, Um, this, this life isn't about creating needless suffering for yourself. It's about, um, uh, dealing with the suffering and then making some use out of it. So the best you can be of use. Um, and if you're suffering right now, I promise you, you will get through it. I really do. Uh, you don't have to believe me. You can just try. Um, so let's get into our division series updates. Uh, we waited a little bit till they were all done so we could just get the division series update out of the way and move on to the AL and NLCS. And that is what we're doing. Also, uh, after this rundown, uh, we will have a wonderful guest, someone that I love deeply as a friend and who I talk to regularly. 
about baseball and all kinds of things. My dear friend, David Perdue, will be joining us later on the podcast. Uh, Three Bs, Diamond Dogs, and Athletic Gerbils will remember him from our only live episode that we were able to uh, get get out there um, in Denver that was a lot of fun. I had a really great time. He will be joining us later uh, as an Atlanta fan to this Dodger fan. Uh, we discuss our thoughts on baseball and the upcoming NLCS between our, our respective teams. Um, so uh, let's take a quick break and then uh, we'll come back and run down the division series right after this. All right, we're back to talk division series. So <clears throat> the remaining division series uh, in the AL, or actually, no, they were both there. I didn't, we didn't finish them up. Uh, we will start with the one that ended the most recently, the Tampa Bay Rays ranked number one versus the New York Yankees. And the Rays ended up winning, took it to five, three to two. The Yankees took game one by a score of nine to three behind home runs from Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton, Clint Frazier, and Kyle Higashioka. I apologize. I've never said his name before and only referenced him as Higgy, and I apologize, including a ninth inning Stanton Grand Slam. Then in games two and three, the Rays' bats woke up, hitting four home runs in game two on the way to a 7-5 victory and three home runs in game three to give them a decisive eight to four victory leading the way was Ray's left fielder, Randy, a uh, Rosarena, whose last name I love, uh, who hit home runs in three straight games. Uh, then the Yankees fought back to win game four by a score of five to one. Thanks to home runs from Luke Voigt, the regular season home run champ and Glaber Torres, a decisive home run by Glaber Torres. Uh, with Garrett Cole and Tyler Glasnow getting the start in Game 5, the final game of the series was not surprisingly a pitcher's duel from the start. Cole went 5.1 innings, striking out 9 and only giving up one hit, a solo homer to Austin Meadows in the 5th. Meanwhile, an Aaron Judge solo home run in the 4th was the only other run scored in the game until the top of the 8th inning when backup first baseman Mike Brousseau homered off Yankees reliever Aroldis Chapman on the 10th pitch of the at-bat to break a 1-1 to tie and secure a 2-1 to Rays victory. I will recommend, because I did not get to witness this game, nor did I get to witness that many Rays-Yankees games, which I am sad about. Um, <clears throat> the John Boy breakdown of this at-bat is a pretty wonderful thing. He also does a, a, a really wonderful breakdown of the cameraman at the end that actually almost brought me to tears. I think, you know, I'm menstruating right now, so potentially that's why I got that emotional about it. But I did really enjoy hearing his love for somebody else, it, it, the cameraman and his work. And it was actually really great camera work. Um, so I really enjoyed that. And it was also a really great example of uh, if, if you're somebody who's new to the game or if you're somebody who's been around for a little while, and you're like me and you don't, I don't really have a super big grasp on pitching sequences or like guessing pitches or thinking what's going to, you know, that, that kind of a thing. It's just not my, it's, it's not where I'm at. Um, this John boy breakdown, which is on his Instagram, um, is one that will help you understand that. And it's also just amazing to watch like the hitter tune up on the pitches and get in there. Um, and you know, just, uh, from, a uh, a, a, a social justice standpoint, I, I always enjoy watching a role as Chapman lose. 
Um, if you're new to uh, baseball or this show, Aroldis Chapman was uh, arrested, I think arrested for domestic violence a couple years ago. Um, uh, it's a pretty gross story. I won't re regale you with it. I won't bring it up right now. Um, but just always have a chip on my shoulder about that guy. I don't really think he should be in the game. Um, and then there's many other, uh, players, uh, who are in the same position, but Aroldis Chapman is always sort of in the forefront because he's continuously making the postseason with the Yankees or the Cubs in 2016. So, uh, you know, I will say this is the first year that I kind of didn't want the Yankees to go home. Um, and like people might think I'm nuts for saying that, but like, there's a lot of players on that team that I really like watching. I like uh, DJ LeMahieu. I like Luke Voigt. I like Labor Torres a lot. Gio Urshela, very happy for him to be having the success that he has as a former Cleveland player. Um, and you know, like Aaron Hicks and even somebody like Brett Gardner. I like, I like the way they play. I like watch and I just enjoy Aaron Boone's managing. So it is hard for me to continually dislike the Yankees, uh, which I do, and it might be boring, but um, I actually really setting the Rays aside. I would have liked to see the Yankees take on the Astros and beat them. Um, so anyway, that we're not going to get that. We're going to get the Tampa Bay Rays number one against a sub 500 team uh, in the Houston Astros, who brings us to our next series. And I also before we. I, I jumped to a beautiful segue a little too early. Uh, the Rays are now advancing to their first ALCS in 12 years. So good on you, sweet baby Rays. Happy to see, you know, a different team in there. Um, so moving on to the Oakland A's, ranked number two versus the Houston Astros, ranked sixth. Uh, the Astros won three to one, took the series in four games. After the Astros took the first two games of the series, the A's rallied to take game three, scoring five runs in the last three innings, including a three-run home run by Chad Pinder, uh, who's playing third for Matt Chapman, which is incredibly sad that Matt Chapman had to have season-ending hip surgery. Um, that was in the seventh inning on the way to a 9-7 to victory. Astros pitcher Zach Greinke made a surprise return to the lineup for game four. Greinke had been dealing with arm soreness and hadn't completed six innings since September 8th. Greinke gave up five hits and four earned runs in 4.2 innings of work but the Astros went on to win 11 to six to take the series behind home runs from Carlos Correa and Michael Brantley in total. The Astros and A's combined for 24 homers in the series, 12 each the most in a postseason series of five games or fewer. That is a lot of home runs. Uh, the A's highly rated bullpen struggled to contain Astros hitters throughout the series, combining this for a series earned run average of 6.27 including six earned runs in Thursday's series clincher, which was just a sad one to watch. They just couldn't get anything going. Um, so once again, we have the Houston Astros in an ALCS. Not going to lie. I'm not happy about it. Um, I, I, There's part of me that wants the, the Astros to advance to the World Series so they can lose, but I also think that wishing that is asking for trouble. <laughs> and I also like the Rays a lot. So, uh... You know, uh, we'll see. I'm curious to see how this plays out. You know, the the Rays and the Astros met each other in the division series last year, um, and it did not end well for the Rays. So we will see how this goes. Um, I could go either way on that matchup, truly. Um, but I do think, you know, the Rays have some uh, dazzling pitching magic, so we'll see if that works on the Astros, if it can quiet those bats. 
Um, and so then we move on to the National League. We've got the Los Angeles Dodgers ranked number one and number one in baseball versus the San Diego Padres, who were coming in four. And the Dodgers swept, hard to say sweeping in a five-game series, but they won three games to none. Uh, the Dodgers-Padres series provided its share of fireworks over the first two games, both of which I missed, of course. In game one, Padres manager Jace Tingler was tossed in the sixth inning for arguing balls and strikes. Just want to go back and the Padres manager, Jace Tingler. Uh, and based on this John Boy breakdown, Tingler had a point. So check out that John Boy breakdown. I did see that the strike zone was pretty bonkers for this game. Uh, the Dodgers scored four of their five runs in that same inning on the way to a 5-1 victory. Game two provided some of the most entertaining and competitive baseball of the playoffs yet. Once again, missed this game. I was working, didn't get to see it. <laughs> I will perhaps actually watch this game uh, one of these days very soon before the NLCS starts because I heard it was great and I, I'm sad I missed it. Um, after the Dodgers jumped out to a 4-1 lead by the fourth inning, the Padres closed it to 4-3 in the sixth behind home runs from Manny Machado and Eric Hosmer, and they almost went ahead in the seventh when Ter Fernando Tatis Jr. hit a bomb to center field off a 99-mile-per-hour fastball from Bruzdar Greaterall, excuse me, but Cody Bellinger, who shifted his center field this year to make room for new right fielder Mookie Betts, made a leaping catch over the wall to Rob Tatis. It might have been one of the best. It's up there with the Ken Griffey Jr. wall catch. One of the best catches in baseball. He comes down with his hand, his throwing hand, making a number one sign. It's one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Uh, the Dodgers added two insurance runs in the seventh to push the lead to six to three, but the Padres almost came back again in the ninth, scoring two runs off Kenley Jansen and loading the bases after a couple Joe Kelly walks after Eric Hosmer grounded out to end the game or before Eric Hosmer grounded out to end the game. The Dodgers won game three in a 12 to three romp to complete the sweep and advance to their fourth NLCS in five years and their 14th overall, tying the St. Louis Cardinals for the most franchise appearances in the NLCS, which is stands for the National League Championship Series, uh, ALCS American League Championship Series. Will Smith became the first Dodger and the first catcher ever in postseason history to record five hits in a game, going five for six with three RBI. RBI stands for runs batted in. Smith entered the game with a .000 batting average in the playoffs, having gone 0 for 11 in the previous four games. I was there when he nearly hit a homer to win the game in the uh, the National League Division Series last year against the soon-to-be World Series champions, Washington Nationals. So good job, Will Smith. You are a fresh prince, my friend. Uh, and then, so in, in our other division series, we've got Atlanta ranked number two versus the Miami Marlins ranked number six. And Atlanta also swept, winning three games to none. Atlanta cruised to a sweep of the Marlins behind the power hitting of catcher Travis Darna, Darno, who went three for three with a home run and four RBI in a nine to five win in game one. And the lights out pitching of Ian Anderson in game two, who recorded zero earned runs, eight strikeouts and one walk in six innings of work on the way to a two Oh shutout victory. Atlanta easily took game three by a score of seven to nothing. Thanks to some old school singles and doubles hitting across the lineup. We'll talk about this later with my dear friend, David Perdue. Atlanta didn't hit any home runs in the game, but got RBI base hits from Darno, Marcel Ozuna, Dansby Swanson, Freddie Freeman and Adam Duvall. 
Their hitting was matched by superb pitching from rookie Kyle Wright, who registered six strikeouts, three hits, and zero earned runs in six innings. Atlanta's pitching was their primary concern coming into the playoffs, but so far their rotation has pitched four shutouts in five games. Four shutouts in five games. I mean, they have also been playing the Reds uh, and the Marlins, making them just the second team in MLB history to do that. Now Atlanta makes their first trip to the NLCS since 2001. So there you have it, friends. Your ALCS and your NLCS is set. I am prepared for heartbreak, but hoping for a hunk of metal. And you should prepare yourself for a wonderful interview, conversation, fun time, talking about all things baseball and not baseball with my dear friend, David Perdue, right after this. Cool. I'm so excited about our guest, you guys. Uh, he's been on the show before, but it was a live show. So I'm really stoked to have him back on a not live show on a very pandemic distance show. He's the host of his podcast, Fourth and Ten. Also, just a hilarious comic and just an all around wonderful human. Please welcome David Purdue to the show. David, thank you for oh, being here. <laughs> thank you so much for you know having me. This is dope. Yeah, it's David, it's it's so good to see your face. We talk a lot on Instagram DMs. Right. And so it's a lot of typing, but uh, it's great to see your face. It is great. It is is a thing about seeing, it's like, oh, you're the person with the, the, the messages. Oh, it yeah, helps. this is the person I've been chatting with. Yeah, yeah. it's like I've seen you <laughs> before, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but it we feels better. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. We, we ate pizza on good. the street in Denver together. We ate pizza on the street in that Denver. That was really a good pizza, actually. It was very solid pizza. I was not yeah, upset at that solid. pizza. It yeah. was not. It was not angry pizza at all. It was pretty no. good. We just stood on the other side of the street and waited for our pizza, and then ate it by a fire hydrant. I by feel fire like. hydrant. Good times. <laughs> it was good. I and then yeah, you're on the pod. <laughs> I know. I what I wouldn't give to eat pizza on the street oh, right now. Oh, anything. And not feel even, scared about it. Even bad pizza. Honestly, I take oh, a yeah. year's worth of terrible pizza to just. If that's what friend. it took for this to change, you know, yeah. like absolutely, I would do. I would make that sacrifice all day, all day, <laughs> all day, every day. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, for sure. Um, so I mean, I wanted to have you on the show anyway because I love talking to you and I love talking baseball with you. Like However, that. yeah, uh, if if anybody saw the promo for this episode, they <laughs> might realize why we're talking to each other at this particular moment. Yes, yes, <laughs> in baseball. <laughs> Which is, uh, I happen to be a uh, Dodger fan, yeah. and you happen to be an Atlanta fan, and Absolutely. we happen to be seeing each other once again. Yes. Was it with the NLDS in 2018? Yeah, 2018, yeah. 2018, yeah. Yeah, NLDS. And it was the NLDS, um, yep. and that was a little short. That, was, that one was kind of quick. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, quick. I don't mean anything other than it oh, literally no. was. Listen, I'm an Atlanta fan. I don't think I can hurt sports can hurt me anymore. Sure. I mean, look, you know me and you know I grew up as a, a Cleveland fan and you know right. I have I have my complications with that, you know, it's yes. it's a it's a continuing relationship which I feel like you have some some similar stuff being an Atlanta fan. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you know, uh the the feelings uh of uh just change it, you know, just change it at this point. But yeah. uh anyway, and like, we met no in need. the World Series in in 1995. 
95? Yeah, we don't need to yeah. be doing the tomahawk chop in the year of 2020. We don't need it's to be not, doing that anymore. There's so many other, cre- have, we, have we seen TikTok? There's so many other celebrations kids are coming <laughs> up so with. There's so many other things. <laughs> there's so many other names you could name your team at yeah. this point. Yeah. Um, you know, and people will be upset and then they'll get over it. They, Cause like, they definitely get over it. That's what we do as yeah. people, you know, we get mad about stuff and then we move on. And yeah. like both those teams could stand just, to just make a change. Just, we could just, just make, a, make change. a change. Yeah. Yeah. It's not gonna hurt so, anybody. It's actually going to help people. No, which is the it's going to help people. <laughs> yeah. If, if you, if you are going to be actually hurt yeah. by the changing of a sports team name, like, I mean this with the most kindness and compassion, but like okay. take a pause and realize how good your life is. Really good. <laughs> that so is good. the one thing that's really going to hurt you. Yeah. You like even if I mean? it takes a day to be like this hurt and you yeah. sit with it and it pains you just wake up the next day and go, you know what? I think that's it. I think yep, that's, that's here we I, got, go. I clearly got rid of the last of my problems. Cause if right. that was what you're holding on to, if that that's was it. it. Yeah. That's all I got to take off my shoulders. All right. Yeah. You'll you know? be fine. You yeah. will be fine, and you get to buy all new hats, and you get all to buy hats. all new shirts. Yeah, but I will say this is this is one of the reasons why I'm very fond of you, and I tell this about anybody who's my <laughs> friend is because because you're a Cleveland, you became you were a Cleveland fan, like yep. the misery. Because I know, like oh, yeah. the those are the best people. All my sure. friends have yeah, you know their fans <laughs> of bad teams. That's how we establish oh, pure yeah. friendships. It's like you Absolutely. know, you know what loyalty is. It's oh, a yeah. great quality and friend. Well, yeah. thank you, David. I appreciate yeah. that. I mean, I always ask my friends. You know? yeah, yeah, I always ask my friends, who's your teams? And I'm like, what? The who? The Lakers. The who? The, oh, boy. Yeah, the Yankees. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, all right. The well, Yankees? Okay. Yeah. Nice to meet you, acquaintance. <laughs> sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Have fun in your yeah. life or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I think that actually what you just um, described is the thing that is hard for me to give up in mm. because it, it is like this. Uh, and you know, it's, it's a struggle to not be like performative in the things that you do. I think that it's also important to be a fan of a thing and be critical of the thing. Absolutely. Critical of the thing. Um, and also, you know, like I really love Francisco Lindor as a player, you know, just like as a face of the game in, in this time. And, you know, he was wearing masks a lot and stuff like that. But, um, I also try to distance myself from the team because it's like, it's not changing. No. <laughs> I can't change it myself. Yeah. But but that thing that you're talking about, that like, you know, that sort of eternal misery of yeah. just like, well, you know, I, I even I even feel that way about the Dodgers now. Like, and okay. I know that sounds nuts to say a little bit, but to I will me, just say but I'll hear you a little bit, but I get it. And I get yeah. it because I'm not like I wasn't raised a Dodger fan. Sure. I think, you know, I mean, I watched those games, I was very young. Um, and it's been fun to become a Dodger fan in, in the city that they're in, because like I get to experience it with people that I am friends with, you know, we, I get to have friends that we talk about the team and stuff like that. Um, And I would just say like this, this last iteration, it's like, yeah, eight straight division titles. That's it. (laughs) And it's this, it's this continual sort of like, just can't get over the finish line. So there's that aspect of misery there. You get it. You understand. Um, yeah. And then, you know, throw in the wrinkle of like just crazy cheating and all that yep. stuff. It's, yep. it's a whole thing. Yeah. So let's get into this matchup. Let's of, get into it. Because also like I, I haven't caught much. I wasn't watching any of this regular season, quote unquote, okay. that they had this year. Yeah. And then the postseason 
started on the same day as the debates and I was like, what's the one thing that'll get me to come right back to this yeah. thing that I feel yeah. complicated? That yeah. debate. Well, I'm not going to watch that. Yeah. I cannot watch this thing. So baseball, miss, bring it on. You missed nothing. I didn't miss a damn thing. <laughs> and I'm very nothing. grateful that I don't have that experience in my body. You yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. So not necessary. <laughs> yeah. But I do love the team that you've got. You know, Ozzy Albies yes. and uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. are just like, I mean, they're, they're so they're, fun. Yeah, they're so fun. They're fun baseball players. Uh, I, and Charlie I mean, Culbertson. I love that Culberson, guy, too. Yeah, former yeah. Dodger, correct? Former, former Dodger. Dodger. He, hit, former Dodger. he hit the walk-off home run for the last game that Vin Scully ever called. And oh, so, wow. like, he will always hold a special place in my heart for that because it was yeah. like, you got to win for Vin, man, and he, and he walked it he's, off. He's clutch. He was clutch <laughs> with us. He was. He was always been clutch. That's yeah, why this year yeah. I was happy they brought him back because if you remember last year he got hit in the face and missed the playoff. Oh yes, I do remember and that. So yes, yes. we were. They, I mean, as a team, I mean, he wasn't the biggest contributor to the team, but he was just like a good locker room like team guy. And so yeah. earlier in the year we like cut him because we were you know with the DH and not a lot of switching. It wasn't a lot of playing time for him and I think his last appearance was like as a pitcher <laughs> he got three oh, outs well. for, yeah because apparently oh he'd been God. doing bullpen sessions with us this year because they were like we like you we got to figure out a way to get you yeah on on the on the on the field and then he got three outs so I'm not wow. convinced that he's not going to be a pitcher for us I mean why not you know I don't see why not yeah but I'm and I'm I love that kind of shit in baseball especially yeah. now because oh yeah I don't know if we've talked about this, but I am just not like, I do love stats. I like to look at, but my kind of stats are like, uh, who was the last player to, to bunt from, you know, like the, yeah, yeah. the weirdest, like on mother's day and their mom was oh, in the car. Okay. You know, I like, I love like <laughs> the, the brand stats that only exist <laughs> in baseball. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like only, or, you know, that, uh, the two, the, the players to hit, uh, the San Diego, uh, Will, Will Myers and Tatis jr. Hitting two, yeah. Two home, two home runs each right. and the last time was oh lou gehrig yeah. and babe ruth okay yeah. cool you know like shit like yeah. that yeah. um less about war and more about that kind of stuff yeah i'm still um, confused on war yeah i don't <laughs> kind of not really i like, get it but i'm like when did, like when i get did, it but i don't want to get it no <laughs> you know no, what i mean I that, i'm very resistant to it okay yeah. so we're on the same page because yes. i just think stuff like that is people and i respect it whatever the stats heads the sabermetric people um and not all of them. So this is mm. not a blanket statement, but it tends towards the page and the iPad and yeah. just going like, well, no, none of this other stuff matters. The only thing matters is the matchup. And yeah. I just don't buy that because if it was true, what is the point of watching baseball? <laughs> yeah. It's literally like if you've ever played a, a baseball video game and you just sim to the end, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what are we, yeah. what, then why are we, what is, why'd you buy why the game? Yeah. yeah. Why'd you buy the game? Like you want to, yeah. and then too, I don't think, I think there are things certain like it tries to eliminate risk, but I think yes. risk is part of the game. Risk you is part I mean? of the game. Like there is it's... an advantage to taking a risk to steal a base, even though the numbers say don't. But if your don't eyes tell that. you yeah. this dude is he's he's like clearly slower to the mound today, or you know what I mean? Like he's tipping off when he's not like take the base. Give yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, the numbers because not you don't crush. know what taking that base is going to put in the pitcher's head and the catcher's head. And yeah. like, you don't know, cause I'm all about momentum and morale, you know, yep. which is my biggest complaint about Dave Roberts and the front office, whoever mm -hmm. is making these decisions. Cause I don't know. It, it's both, you know, yeah. um, my biggest issue 
and difficulty because pe- and people argue with me about this all the time because they're like, well, they have, you know, the best record in baseball in the regular season. They win the division championships like he's a good manager. And I'm like, I'm not saying he's a bad manager. Right. I'm saying he makes bad decisions in the postseason. Yeah. <laughs> because the postseason is not the regular season. No. You're playing five games. Yeah. And those could be your last five games. You know, right. it's not May. It's and your not players May. and your players aren't always their numbers. Like if you know your oh. player is dealing with like some family issue or some what you know what I mean, whatever. And his yeah. baby's mind isn't right, or he's pitched two games in a row. Even though the numbers say one thing, if you saw him in that bullpen session and you got an eye for it, you see something that's like, I don't want eight well, forget what the numbers it said suggest. Mm-hmm. I just saw a thing that is not normal. Right. You know what I mean? And like that's yeah. we're losing that in the game. And so I'm just like Exactly. Oh. Yeah. I think, you know, Boston was, I think, cheating in the World Series. I don't we don't know what we never will. What about whatever. Boston cheating? Yeah. It's yeah. And, and I I would imagine that the Dodgers are doing it somehow too, that they haven't gotten caught. So I'm not trying to play some whatever. Yeah. But um we do know that Boston did it and we do yes. know that the Astros did it. Yes. And we know the way they did it. So anyway, uh the game when Rich Hill was pitching um mm-hmm. in in the boston la world series uh he like joe kelly said in an interview he was like man we're we're toast we're toast like rich hills like you know in in the pocket on this and then they took yeah. him out and they were like oh we got this game and yeah. that is the kind of stuff that like to me a good a good manager and then the managers you know yeah. In yeah. general, would be able to see something like that, mm-hmm. and you can't see that if you're only looking at the numbers and you're always yeah. taking somebody like Rich Hill out after four innings. Yeah. When the reality is, that guy when he was on the Dodgers at least, because um, he's like getting older now. When he yeah. was in it, he was in it, unhittable yeah. off of two pitches, and that is not. Yep. There's no. There's no sabermetrics in the world that are going to tell you you should do that. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely. They're not. always going to say, pull that guy. Also get rid of him. He's not working. Yeah. Yeah. This guy's but, working. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah, yeah. when, when you are a 36 year old pitcher and you've got two pitches and they're both working. Yeah. Keep that guy in. Figure you know? it out. Yeah. It's it, working. Does, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. So anyway, guy's writing his own movie. Let him keep it going. Right. <laughs> just know? like see it to the end, you know, see let the, the end. end happen. Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't yeah. make any sense to me. Also, um, the thing about that I hate this is gonna this is my I hate so much watching pitchers pull out cheat sheets mm-hmm. for anybody. I know it's part of the game. Sure, There's something yeah. weird about just seeing you with like a notepad. It's like, what? Why I does a base? Why does an athlete have this? What does he? Why do you give him homework? I mean, <laughs> I do weird. love I do love the the Washington Nationals having that hyper complex sign system oh, so yeah. that the Astros couldn't steal it. Like yep. that thing was cool, but yeah, yes. I, all the shift stuff. I was absently watching. I I've only been catching the non-exciting games in the postseason so far. Oh, like no. every time, <laughs> like I missed the really exci- like the Bellinger catch game. I missed yeah. that one, and then the I'm next incredible. night it was very decisively a Dodger yeah. win. You know, but somebody you know grounded out to first, like uh, or grounded out to like short, but it, they were really at second and blah. blah. And whoever it was, Smoltz or whoever was calling the game was like, you know, 20 years ago, that's a single yeah. <laughs> every time. That's oh, that's a, his go-to line. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah. but it's also just like true. It's, it's like, oh, true. right. I forgot what baseball used to be like, you know, yeah. without the shift. Yeah. Um, and I really don't I really don't like the shift. <laughs> I So here, I hate the shift, but I also <laughs> I hate that we've taken out the idea of a single. 
It's like yeah, it's a home right. run. Like why why can't these players who are getting paid like can't they just take it to right if there's a hole yeah. there? Like I can't I can't imagine seeing like Tony Gwynn see that yeah. hole and be like I'm going to bet a thousand this year. Yeah, I, like, I'm gonna bet well, a thousand I mean, this I, year. I guess that begs the question, David. Do we then if Tony Gwynn were to be coming up? now and was 20 years old now would tony gwynn be tony gwynn in this game i don't know i don't think so because of the way they're pitching to contact specifically for the shift like would he be able to do what he was doing i think it'd be a lot more difficult but i think a lot of the i I personally think a lot of it is just like the numbers say you either you either strike out or hit a home run so we're talking right. about um, the, the, you know, the, three, the, 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 the three outcomes or whatever. Yeah. And so I think that that's why I love Tony Gwynn, because he was like, there's singles and doubles out here, guys. Like, you can oh, yeah. bat nearly 400. Yeah. You know, and I think people were positioning, <laughs> you know, not to this extent back then, but I definitely think that, like, he experienced some of that. Every, you know, everybody oh, did sure. a little bit. But it's like, I think he, I think the greats adjust. And so yeah. I feel like us, you know, watching all these players not adjusting, that's what's frustrating to me. When you see a sure. runner at second and there's a crazy shift and it's yeah. just like, get the runner to third. So yeah. just like, just like you, you, like you don't need a home run. You need right. the run. So get the run. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Manufacture your offense. Manufacture the you run. Know? I really, I really miss the, that was always like, you know, the blue collarness of baseball to me is like, oh, this is about manufacturing. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, you show up and you do the job that is presented to you. Yeah. You know, like you just gotta, you just gotta put the ball in play and put see what happens, you know? Yeah. And then, and then there's, a, just, there's a level of sacrifice to that. Like, even if you're not a yeah. sacrifice, I was like, I don't like, it looks good for me to hit the home run, but you know, it's good for the team, the runner in at third with less than yeah. two outs. <laughs> yeah. Like that's good for the team. Cause the more yeah. runs we get that we are higher likely to get the better chance we have to win. But yeah. maybe somebody thought of these numbers that I don't I don't have in front of me that say no 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 if there's a runner on second and there's there's no outs swing for the fences I don't sure. care what your number swing I know you're bad like swing for the fences I know you're a two fourteen <laughs> hitter but let's yeah. uh, let's like, swing for the keep it, swinging for the fences I don't like, I just and I don't want to be like it you know an old man yelling at clouds or whatever why either, but it's not just like, <laughs> there's just you know you look at a team like Cleveland this year and you're like you guys are not hitting the ball. You know, mm-hmm. and they're flying out to the track all the time. It's like, put the yeah. ball in play. Put it in play. You know, you That's have way more options with that than yeah. you do a routine fly ball. Yeah, you know? my dad. My dad was my coach when I was a kid, and he used to always tell the team, "Make them make a play." Yeah, like make them make a play. I know they're professionals, you know, so that it's different than telling it to a bunch of eleven and twelve year olds. But like we've seen that with the Brazes this uh, postseason, there was a couple David? times with Cunha. <laughs> maybe not <laughs> i don't think it is you know what i mean it's, it's probably it's not a child's game it is you're right it's the same game they're all you're, playing the same game you're right i just i just know i've seen a couple times where uh acuna has been rounding third and i've seen ron washington give him that hey do not go and he's run through it but yeah. he made the defense make a play in this postseason both times i've seen it he scored yeah. because he made them make the perfect play in order to get him out and they did make chances are people are not going to make the perfect play so you just right. put the pressure on the defense. I just I like that about the baseball I kind of grew up on. Yeah, it's like you I put mean, pressure I, yeah, on the that's defense. what I feel like I grew up on too. It's like yeah, that's the point of the game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. These outcomes you know? seem very like this is going to happen and that's going to happen. It's like this is yeah feels scripted now. Like what? Are we <laughs> I know. I mean that that is what it feels like. It's hewing towards is like yeah. a predictable outcome 
And I feel like some of that is like the Vegas influence, you know, oh, that, sure. that they want. And that, I mean, that's a big reason why we even had a season this year. Um, that, that, and like the, um, you know, the, the ad rights, the, the, the TV rights, yeah, you know, the billions of dollars of it. Yeah. Money needs to be made. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, but I do feel like, you know, having an, a, a much bigger predictability of what it's going to be is, is so much more important. And like, I like to try to guess, you know, as like yeah. a fan, you know, like yeah. I like to, you know, I feel like my ability to do that has become a lot less over the years for whatever right. reason. But I remember after the Royals won the World Series in 2015, I think I posted that night that that Cleveland and Chicago would be playing in the World Series. Oh, wow. And I was right. I was yeah, 100% yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. 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 I love that. I love that. Like, I, I, I was watching it. You know, if you watch it enough, you mm-hmm. can you can make those kinds of get educated guesses. Yeah. I like an educated guess, not not just this like is, I, this is yeah. the statistical like this is the outcome that's gonna yeah. happen you know that's the still fun part of baseball it's like i'm i'm, I'm a, my brother we were watching the uh rays game last night and uh before why am i forgetting the guy's name with the home run uh oh uh i just watched it too yeah so before right before me and my, yeah so me and my brother we grew up playing like we were like really big into baseball like we were like baseball heads like we we're the kids that knew too much about baseball got sure, baseball yeah. weeklies every day so one of the fun things that makes baseball still fun is like we call pitches we're like all right he's gonna yeah. throw this if he throws this then this will Ooh, happen yeah. this, you know what i mean yeah. and so before he hit the home run my brother said oh if he throw he can't he should throw it high and in he should throw it high and uh-huh. in it should be a strike and i said if he throws it in based off of all these foul balls i just saw i said he's gonna hit a home run Oh yeah. He does, I said if he does, because he's not going to get it in. And then yeah. my brother, who who I admit knows way more about baseball than me, but it was fun to see him hit the home run. And I kind of look at my brother like, I still know something. <laughs> like, give me <laughs> yeah. my response. I got, still it, got man. The, yeah, yeah. I like still I still got, got it. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like that's yeah, almost just, all the fun you can have now. It's just like that's I, like, yeah. Like, yeah. That little very inside baseball stuff. Yeah. But everything yeah, yeah. else is, yeah. I mean, I like stat cast because you can see the breakdown of the thing, but I just, I feel like too much of that, it becomes, yeah, it just becomes the show on Sim, you know? Yeah. You're like, and I'm, why, why am I, I don't yeah, want to watch that. It's not as fun. It's not <laughs> I think fun. that's why I enjoyed San Diego so much this year because yeah. it was such a surprise. The whole thing was a surprise and right. everybody's like, what is this? And just the way they were playing the game was like, well, this is a breath of fresh air. You it know? is. <laughs> I, they, them along with uh, White Sox, Braves, yep. The Dodgers, yeah. uh, am I forgetting that exciting? Like even the A's did something like like they oh, yeah, made the me A's. love baseball the way I loved it when I was like a kid. Yeah, because it's like oh these these they're having fun. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they're yeah. It's a weird thing for whatever reason the powers that be in baseball is like we want to pay you lots of money, but they, you dare not have fun while don't, you do it. <laughs> don't <laughs> you play have this child's fun. game. Have Hit no a home fun. run, and I want you to hate every second. Head down, just like I'm sorry. Head I down. You, your try is like an apology tour. Just an apology tour. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry about run. it. Sorry I about it. Yeah, yeah. That's it's like, ridiculous. It caused me to like um, what's his name? Bauer. Sure. The, I don't like him, but yeah, I I right. like that no, he I likes. I like that I he love, likes I, to be like. <laughs> I am on the same page with you because, yeah. and it's also, it's tough because that guy's like, he's oh, clearly yeah. got stuff going on. He Something's like is up. very abusive <laughs> online and stuff, yeah. but there are these aspects of the guy that I'm like, 
I'm not setting any of it aside. I'm taking full responsibility as much as I can as not being that person that like, yeah, that behavior sucks. But in the game itself, like he is, I think an important thing, you know, (laughs) like that he's like fighting the powers that be on a consistent basis to be like, this sucks. What you guys are doing sucks and we don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) Cause everybody throws the line in baseball so much. And I don't like that about baseball. It's like they're like, well, baseball is played like this, but like if you ever watch, uh, I don't Japanese baseball, Korean baseball, uh, the Winter League, like those are like the most fun games to watch because they're they, yeah. the fans expect the players to have fun playing a game, so they're yeah. having fun in the stands, and the players are having fun. The bat flips are spectacular. I'm like, why don't we get this? Right. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be fun. (laughs) It's supposed to be fun. Yeah. Like, why did I pay all this money to come here and be silent? You know? I I don't get it. That's why I I grew. That's why, like, I already loved him. But Acuna has come into his own. Yeah. (laughs) Because, I mean, he's tweeting out the most disrespectful things 13 minutes after a game. And I'm just like... This would never happen under Bobby Cox. <laughs> like, no, this would no, not never happen under Bobby Cox. But he's out no. there just being like, I don't like that team. I'm going to flip yeah. my bat. <laughs> they don't yeah. like me. They can't get me out, even though the next day they struck him out four times. And I was like, Ugh, <laughs> all right, lesson sure. learned, kid. <laughs> like, yeah. Humble them a little bit. But like, yeah, he's a having fun. He's having fun. And I'm like, and then, two, and I mean, there's obviously like, there's a, and it's it's unfortunate. There's there's a there's a racialized element to that. Oh yeah. Like and I and I mean I've always known it, but if you, you remember the earliest year, like uh, Donaldson hit a home run, and then yep. got ejected, <laughs> crossing the plate. Yeah. And every because he didn't like the call, and everybody was yeah. like, "Look at that spunk." And I'm yeah, like, "There's right. no everybody way yeah. if Acuna does that, that he." I mean, they they got mad at Tatis for hitting a grand slam. <laughs> I know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know. I know. I know. You guys don't and see I watch. This? I mean, I see it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. see it. That and and I'm just saying that to be like, yes, it's a, yeah. it's like a near constant where you're just like, this is so obvious to me. Yeah. It's so obvious to me yeah. that y- you guys are not hiding it at all. And like that old the old boys club, which is the old white boy, boys club of baseball, sure. and the sort of like uh, re- Republican country club of it. Yeah, I feel like in this season is breaking down a little bit, and Ooh, I feel bit. like that Tatis moment was the breaking point of just mm-hmm. like, oh, oh, like because I realize like Jace Tingler, which is the most hilarious name that you could have, and then yeah. the the manager of the Rangers, whose name I'm not I'm not remembering right now, yeah. they both kind of like realized in sort of real time that what they were doing was actually wrong, you know, mm-hmm. and like there's a reckoning that you have to have with those kinds of things of these like, Oh, this, this, like this hidden understanding. It's like, especially white people think, Oh, I'm doing the right thing by following along this thing. Cause they're, you're, you're, it's the thing. It's what you're taught to do. And like you do it and you think there's a reward in it. And then people are like, Hey, um, maybe think about that. And it's like, we were saying with the names of the teams, it's like you take a moment and you're like mad because it's uncomfortable and then they realize, like, oh, I actually don't know why I'm doing this. Why right. would I do this? Why? Because right. to me, it was a huge moment to watch a manager throw his own star player Man. under the yeah. bus. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. To me, that is the unwritten. That is the written rule. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. To manage a team, like you just don't do that. 
even yeah. if you disagree with what your player does. And of course, yeah. I, I this does not apply to like violence or abuse or anything like that. Sure. But that uh, not included in, you know, if you're like punching some guy on the, you know, whatever, um, you just don't, even if you disagree with what your player did, like you're still, you're, that's your guy, you yeah. know? You don't <laughs> like, say it, first you don't say it publicly. No. You don't like, say it publicly and you don't like, cause you're taking the other team's side. It's that's right, nuts. Right. That's nuts. Yeah. You know, in the organization I grew up watching, you know, Atlanta, like our manager, Bobby Cox would get thrown out for nothing. If you did, yeah. if you, if you felt, if he felt like they were coming against, like, you know, you hear these stories about him, maybe chewing out a player, but you, ne- he, he, all his players, they always talk about how he had their back. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I love about Snicker. Now, Brian Snicker, if Acuna gets hit, Brian Snicker goes into like grandpa mode. He's like, how dare you hit my my grandchild? <laughs> yeah. And he's out there yeah. and he always has his like arm on his hips like this. And he's just <laughs> yeah. like, how are you going to, you know, and he's like doing this very yeah. old man pointing and Acuna is just like, thanks grandpa. Like, he's just like, yeah. you came to, you came to bed for me. And I'm like, what, how do you, how do you not about. do that? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, but I do think that the Tatis, Tatis moment was a big learning experience for the entire league and mm-hmm. and baseball in general and that um because it, it was interesting because i i was watching the dodger game and you know they were up like what 10 to 10 to 3 or something and yeah. bellinger like legs out that triple you mm-hmm. know like at the end of the game and i texted my friend i was like oh you think everybody's gonna be mad about that yeah you know like at bellinger and they were like my friend was like no they've learned their lessons since tatis and, and that wasn't my point uh, yeah <laughs> my i point think that was, was the point <laughs> tatis doesn't happen or you know whatever yeah nobody's gonna be mad at cody bellinger for getting it you know like he did not need a triple there yeah you know like you just didn't need a it was i will say it's disrespectful i don't care that he did it you know like it's yeah sometimes you're just disrespectful to the other team and that's what happens but i'm even like why is it disrespectful to get all you know because we've seen crazier comebacks and then you don't want to be personally why didn't i get the triple like your job is to stop me (laughs) You're right. You're Your right. Your job is to yeah. stop me. You know, like I, what I mean is, it's disrespectful in the way of like I'm going to disrespect you right now because I don't care. <laughs> you yeah. know, like I mean yeah. it in a very in a different like in a less kid glove kind of way of just gotcha. like oh that's disrespectful. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, yeah, 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 like yeah. a big dunk or whatever. You're like, yeah, of course you're going to yeah. do that shit. Why not? Because uh, there's a certain game. level of disrespect that comes with yeah. you playing against me. Of like, course, I don't want <laughs> you to win. So yeah, yeah there are things that I'm going to do that you're like. Yeah, sports are there's an element of disrespect involved in sports. Yeah, yeah, and it's just I don't know. Absolutely. I just I'm 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 agree with you. Like there's like this reckoning. Oh, yeah. There's like an understanding, but like it's one of those things where it's like, man, this has been forever, and it's very it's been very clearly it's like it's clearly racialized. You know what I mean? Like we yeah. hear stories about like how Jackie Robinson was perceived, or like those players were perceived. Sure. Like why are they stealing bases? Like that. And it's like, yeah, because those are the rules. How dare they? <laughs> yeah. Like, why right. are they stealing all of these bases? You just yeah. go to first and you wait for him to hit and you, you in. Yeah. Like, you no. wrote the rule in just because you, you weren't right. able to steal bases. <laughs> like, I didn't create the rule. You, I mean, you told me this was possible. <laughs> David, it's so much feelings. You yeah. know, like, this is every, they're always talking about like, harness your emotions and don't show any of all this shit. But it's yeah. like so much white fragility so much white feelings of like how dare you how dare you do something i disagree with you know like it's it's ridiculous baseball (laughs) is a case study in white fragility it is its own case study in white fragility and we see it like i mean the history of baseball shows it all the time but it's very clear 
in like modern yeah. day where we think we're, you know, in a, even in a post Obama era, it's very sure. clear. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. it's very clear. It's like, wait a minute, y'all are holding on to something that dates back to, I don't know, like way back when. And it's just like, a long, 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 long time long, ago. Long, long time ago. <laughs> a long, like, long ago. Yeah. And it's just like, don't, like, you'll never feel free until you get rid of that inside of you. Yeah. David, I, yeah, you, her words have never been spoken. You know, there's so much, um, you will never get free until you let yeah. go of that thing inside of you. And that is, there's so much denial. Like, I think to me, like what's even, I don't, I don't want to, I don't, I don't know. You know, I, I truly don't know. It's all, sure. it's all important. It all, it all matters. Right. But I, I think that the white denial of participation in, yeah in uh, racism, in, in, in oppression, in all of it, yeah. um, the denial of it. And this, this applies to everyone. Denial mm-hmm. is like such a, because every person, the, the, the intersection of people creates mm-hmm. privilege, creates all these things. Like we always have it, it's always happening. And so the denial of, of, of your participation in the thing yeah. is to me the hardest and most human obstacle to overcome yeah and like and i feel that the tatis moment was part of that you know that they they actually realized where they were in denial about this thing Mm -hmm. and uh saw the moment for what it was and realized like oh this is like a thing that i didn't even i didn't even know like there's this acronym for denial which is didn't even know i am lying oh yeah (laughs) yeah denial is so powerful you don't know what's happening you know, right. like right. it's not an active thing. You're not right. actively denying the thing. You're in denial. You're surrounded by it. Yeah. And it creates you know? it, it creates this uh, like and I think that the Tatis thing coupled with the Donaldson thing. Right. Because I feel like when you see them yes. both in the same season and you can recognize and this is like this is so not baseball, but whatever. Friends are talking. Well, uh, that's not what this <laughs> podcast is about necessarily. <laughs> yeah. So I've been uh, I just got done reading, listening to this audio book by this guy named Eddie Glaude Jr. Do you know Eddie Glaude? Junior. I don't think so. He's 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 always on like uh, MSNBC. He's a black dude. He's like a professor at Princeton or yeah, I don't know, I don't know. Anyway, he wrote this sure. book that basically chronicles James Baldwin, right, and a lot of his works. Okay. And one of the things that he keeps bringing up that Baldwin talks about is the idea of the lie, right? Hmm. The the lie sure. that that white America has for how it deals with the world, meaning that you say we're this great democracy, we are yes. this thing, and yet you have these people in your democracy that you have to literally not pay attention to in order to maintain the lie. Because if right. I ever acknowledge you for what I know that you are, then yes. everything I thought was a lie. And like, yes. and I'm listening to that while watching baseball. I'm like, oh, it all intertwined. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's all, it <laughs> all... We made the whole thing out of denial, you know, yeah. like the you whole know, but, plane yeah, is but like out of denial. Yeah, but like there's the, the lie of of baseball that like these are the only people that should have access to it and these are the only people yep. and you have to play a certain way and but then you see Donaldson do it and you're like look at him it's like you're you're holding up the lie yeah you're you holding right up the there. lie and yeah. you and you don't realize maybe you do realize you do it. I don't who knows we'll never know is, because we're, we're not in there you know we're not in there but I think yeah. with everything going on and like I feel like more people are being made aware of their relationship to the lie Yes. And I think that yeah. is that's how things change because you're like, oh, wait a minute. Like, yeah. and it hurts to feel like it, they realize that you, you know what I mean? To realize, like, oh, I, I was holding up a lie. You know <laughs> sure. what I mean? I was, yeah. you know, and depending on what you want to be as a person, you either say, let me continue to hold up the lie because it makes me feel good, 
or let me do my part to make sure I dismantle the lie. You know, and baseball, I I love sports. It has it has these elements of it that you can like, you know, take to people like, hey, I know you don't get what's going on outside, but like it pays attention to baseball. You realize this and then you can talk about all the other things that apply to so much more. I love sports, but mainly baseball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Oh, yeah. David, I feel like that's the whole. That I mean, that's the whole shebang, really. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Do I want to keep doing it or do I want to keep doing something else? You know, take it apart. That's yeah. that's the whole thing. Because if you don't, a, you got to sign up every day. I every think that's. Day. I think that's what is uh, difficult to grasp for yeah. for people, and I will include myself in that. I don't want to well, act yeah. as though I'm outside of that. It because uh, it's uh, it's humanity. Like we, we all participate we want, in it. Yeah. Yeah. And we all want to do something like, I don't know if you can really, I, like, I want to go to the gym once and I want to be in shape and then yeah. I don't want to have to do it anymore. You know, yeah. and it's like, it's the same thing. It's like, I want to say today, black lives matter. And then th- that's good. Right. And it's like, yeah. no, it's I, okay. That's one step one. Yeah. You know? yeah. And then you, you, you basically say it every day, every day. And then you go, you go, you go beyond and then you it's go a, beyond and then you yeah. open and you open and you open. It's like, yeah. I mean, it's like, it, it, that's growth. You know, you yeah, to, it's a very Western idea to to fix a thing. Sure, you know what I mean. Yeah, like I, right. I fixed it. And it's like no, you're yeah. we're fixing it. Yeah, we're <laughs> you know what and, I mean? we're, like, and we're also like like I prefer to say that we're like tending it. Yeah, you know? like, yeah, that I, like we're, that. I like that. And, because it's like it sounds like tenderness, you know? Because it's it like it's like I want to fix it, and also yeah. to say like it's fixed means it's static and in one place, and it stays yeah. and it doesn't move. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Which is like what we do to history. Like we mm-hmm. we take Jackie Robinson and we fix his picture and we put this statue and we look at this thing and we go, this is what it is. And now it's yeah. fixed. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, no, 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 no. Not at all. <laughs> there's, there's a, there's a conti- like that man did more in his life. He so had much more. all these experiences. And right. then also maybe look to see where the Jackie Robinson is right now. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And where, where the, where the experiences of that are right now, because it's, still happening like that didn't end everything you know like that white america america whites whatever wants to find the thing and say oh look we did it it's over now you know Um, and it's an attempt to hold up the you know like yeah i think king even martin because i'm reading his book now too his last book and describes it as uh american schizophrenia sure the the idea (laughs) of you know what I mean? Like, I, I know what the, we say we are on paper. We're not doing it. So the, the psyche of the American white mind is like, it's a sketch for the moment. And I take a step further. It's like, well, if you if you're anybody that has that, who struggles with that, who battles with that, like, there are manic moments. And, yeah. like, you notice that. So I'm like, right now, I feel like we're experiencing, like, in baseball and the greatest, there's an American mania where we're oh, like, yeah. what do I have to do to hold on to it? <laughs> what do I have to do to hold on <laughs> yeah, to it? Right. And it's like, no, you, you got to, like... You gotta this let is, it go. You gotta let that go. It's yeah. it's not serving you. Yeah. You know, because and, yeah. because the 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 things you're talking about, like the these ideals that America has, right? That that yeah. we that we hold on to the lies to keep those ideals. We actually don't have those ideals, like you said, because we yeah. hold on to the lies. We yep. could, I yeah. believe, we yeah. could achieve those ideals, and it's a continued practice to have yep. those ideals. You don't just set it and forget it. You know, but like, like we're saying with all this other growth, it's like, if we could, as a people continue to let go of these lies and also let go of the ideals, because we have an idea of what they should be yeah, and seek them in our daily life and realize like that they are attainable in these small ways, as opposed to 
way up here, you know, yeah. like it's always right here. the big idea. It's right here. Yeah. You right know, here. like it's right in front of you, yeah. you know, and, but you can't see it until you let go of the big things. And like, yeah. that is like, you, tough. I, yeah, it's tough. <laughs> yeah. And it creates it's, mania. Like you said, yeah. it creates like literal insanity, Yeah, you know, because your entire, everything is, everything is up in the air. You're like, yeah. wait, I have to let go of everything that I thought and believed yeah. and held on to. Like, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, it's like what am I, freedom. if I don't have this? What yep. am I if I don't have this? And that's scary. It's you know, terrifying. so for baseball, it's literally built upon these ideals. And they're like, well, what happens if bats are flipped? And it's like fun happens. <laughs> yeah. I promise you. <laughs> right. You right. know, yes. like we, we've seen it. Other other leagues, yeah. other leagues have so much more fun. You just have all the money. You think right. you'll lose. So really, it's like you think you'll lose the money. But yes. truthfully, you've been losing the money slowly. Yeah. For years, because you're not bringing in new fans. You're not bringing in new fans. Yes, David, yeah. that's such a great point, because I feel that brings us back again yeah. to the the mascots, the racist mascots, yes. because they're so concerned with asking the people they know will give them the answer they want, mm -hmm. like in their season ticket holders. Mm -hmm. And they're so afraid of losing those people that they are unwilling to open themselves to the idea that the change might bring in even more. Yeah. Yeah. That you might, you might, and like, personally, I'm not, my whole thing isn't making money, but I, these things are, are profit machines. Right. Right. So to speak in their like language and their right. goal, if your goal is to be, become more profitable and make the yeah. most profit possible, it is, it's bonkers to me that you wouldn't contemplate the fact that you might have more fans. Yeah. They're just not in your ears right now. Yeah. Cause you're just, you have the confirmation bias of all these like old white Republican billionaires. Cause baseball is very Republican very much uh, so. <laughs> like oil money and like all this stuff that you're just like convinced that this is the only good money, you yeah. know? Yeah. And like, I, there's a lot of people out there that really could love and would love this game. If you look for them, you know, hundred yeah. percent. Like I always, I mean, I, I, I never got in, I didn't love baseball because of money or anything like that, but I'm, I'm going to do, I'm like, it's bad capitalism. If I'm going to speak their language, <laughs> It's just yeah. bad to exclude bad people. It, it's bad to exclude people who want to participate. Yes. <laughs> like yes, it's it makes no capitalism. it makes no sense. It's bad so, capital. Like my money is just as green as anybody else's, so is yours. You know, it's like it's it's just it it makes sense to me, you know. But uh yeah. like but that's what baseball is kind of doing. Like Rob Manfred's idea. Well, it's not his idea because I don't think that guy has any idea. I don't whatsoever. think he does either. It's <laughs> like Whatever Jim Crane tells him to do, he's like, yes, yeah. sir, absolutely, sir. He's like very smithers about the whole yeah. thing. Um, <laughs> but they're like, that's why I'm very concerned about the one baseball idea because it's been happening slowly. Like you're saying, this like, you know, this money leak is like mm -hmm. decimating the minor leagues. Yeah. Trying, essentially trying to own a copyright on the concept of baseball yeah. is to me really bad for the game because like, I, you know, I, like I would love to see women playing. I, I would love to have Same. their only whatever. I don't give a shit. I just want more baseball. Yeah. You know, I just I want to watch more than just major league baseball. Yeah. I like different levels of play. And that's yeah. cool to me. I don't I, I don't like, you know, it's they own a monopoly on the game. And it's yeah. not good because it's unsustainable, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. It, I want more baseball. Like I was thinking about that earlier. Like I would love to see women's like it doesn't make it really blows my mind that that doesn't that it's not right. like as like it's not baseball. Say so let's not let's put money into that because yeah. 
Oh, for for a start, again, this is just, it feels like bad capitalism. So I feel weird being like, you know what <laughs> know. you should do, capitalism? Like, that feels weird. <laughs> Be more capitalism, you, you know? know like, but, but it's just yeah. like, like, women love baseball. You know yes. what I mean? Women love yeah. baseball. Why would you not invest in women women's baseball? It, you know? yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me. I, you know, I mean, it does make sense to me because they want they want to squeeze every drop of they they want to be in control of the whole thing. You know, I mean, sure. I think have you ever seen Battered Bastards of Baseball? Uh-uh. Oh, oh, uh, David, you got to watch it the and then come back on. and We'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. that's all about, you know, the independence versus minor leagues. And I mean, it's it's been like this. This isn't anything new. Yeah. They're just making it so so small so that you have to pass through their turnstiles to experience the game of baseball and i just don't buy it anymore you know it just isn't you know it's the way that i came into the game because of cable and i'm grateful for that but like you know i'm blessed with living in southern california in you know non-pandemic situation i can drive around and find a game and go sit there and watch it you know and like i just kind of miss that and i feel like there's a a part of like you know to speak about america it's like there's a part of american life there that is like they took it away, you mm-hmm. know, and like they took their own thing away from the people who love it. And like yeah. that, that is just really sad to me. You know, the idea of not reinvesting in the people, yeah. like, like, cause it, it is, it is a game that's passed down. Yes. Right. It's a, it's a game yeah. that just, it, like I, when people say baseball is boring, I'm like, it's cause somebody didn't pass it down. Cause I right. promise you it's not. Nobody <laughs> talked to you about it. No one talked to you about it. No one like explained it to you, you know? And so I, I just think that like to, to not reinvest in, Especially certain groups, like I know they try with like, the RBI program and stuff like that, but yeah. it's just like there's such a history of like black baseball. Yes. That is just yeah. like, you know, and every year they'll try it out, oh, dude, this is Negro Leagues. Look at us. We got, and it's yeah. just like, and it's just like, but like put money, like make it so that it doesn't cost thousands of dollars for one player to play, like put, give them money. You know right. what I mean? So they, so yeah. they can participate. You know, build, like build, like do what what Ian Desmond is doing. Like he he like didn't play because he was so. I mean, first of all, didn't want to get sick with COVID, which I fully understand. Right. And then second, like realized his his where he learned the game was going away because people weren't investing in it. You know, yeah. Major League Baseball isn't like you have to be very affluent to play baseball. Oh yeah. Now it's like even little leagues aren't. It's just yeah, it's sad and it's bonkers to me. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. And, and, and you know, bad capitalism, <laughs> bad capitalism. <laughs> but I mean, you know, major league baseball did that to the Negro leagues and now they're yeah. doing it to the minor leagues, you know? Yeah. Um, and I, I wish that they could learn the lesson quote unquote, but right. that's not really what it is. You know, to the, it's a battle plan, you know, yeah. that's what they do. Hostile takeovers and you just absorb the whole thing and you lay people off and they've been doing yeah. it. You know, the central divisions have been, or the central division in the American league has been that for years, you know, oh. non-competitive baseball. Yeah. And it's just like, what, what are you, how are you growing a fan base when your team is, you know, four out of the five teams are non-competitive. Are I yeah, mean, yeah. it's a little different now with the twins and stuff, but it's been consistently just yeah. like Cleveland on top. And then you have a team in Cleveland who doesn't have to do shit, you know, right. doesn't right. have to spend any money. They have no, you know, because they'd have no competition. Right. So I don't know. It's frustrating. But we fixed it. <laughs> I want to say, we'll I'll I'll draft it up and I'll send it to Henry. <laughs> Great. And next year will be different. <laughs> It'll be so different. So well, different. let's um because we're coming up on like 45 minutes and it feels cool. like it's been five because I just love talking to you, David. Always, it's so wonderful always. to have you here. So like <laughs> give me, I mean, 
we don't have to bet or anything to the sure. to the best team win. Like I, <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, truly, I'll say this friend to friend. I'll be happy either way. You know, okay. If, if you guys make it, I'll probably be. I mean, I do love the Rays. If the Rays make it, I'm gonna love go the Rays. Rays. I love, but the it's Rays. not. I'm, I'm not gonna be angrily cheering for the Rays or anything like gotcha. that. Um, and I did. You know, you know this about me. I grew up an Atlanta fan, so right. I, I still. You know, I see the stripes around the belt loops, and yeah. there's something about we that. We train that me home, the country so. to be fans of ours, thanks to I the know. superstation. <laughs> yeah, the superstation really brought it home. But yeah. I mean, my grandmother loved that team. You know, mm-hmm. I, my, one of my first favorite baseball players was Sid Bream, of all people. Yeah, so, you know? Sid Bream. Um, but so, especially if it ends up being the Astros, like I will be happily cheering your team along. You, you know? Yeah, it's I'm so conflicted. Cause like I don't want them to win, but yeah. I also think I I just it, like my brain won't let me not realize that like they 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 shoved out Dusty Baker to apologize for something he had nothing to do with. I can't believe the sh- <laughs> like I don't know Dusty Baker as a human. I don't know him, but like right. the fact like come on, just he had like, nothing. <laughs> Yeah, but it's a, to do with it. But if you look at big picture, it's like, remember when we had uh, all those years of Bush and we were like, and they're like, no, give it to the black dude. He'll fix yeah, it. Yeah, right. And precisely. And, I, and I'm like, exactly this, we're happened. doing it again. With Dusty. Yeah, Poor Dusty is 70 something years old. He doesn't deserve this. So he part really of me doesn't. is like, I don't want them to win because they did cheat. But I'm also just yeah. like, if Dusty got one, I'm like, I can't be all the way mad. I'll be very no. mad, but I won't be like, I'm like, all right, Dusty. Like, Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll be mad, but I won't be mad at Dusty Baker. I'll yeah, put it that's that how way. I feel. That's how I feel. I'll too. be mad. Yeah. It's going to be hard for me to be happy for him because it is the Astros. <laughs> yeah, you know what I yeah, mean? yeah. But, I'll turn off the TV for sure before I see that. Oh, oh yeah. If it's going to happen, I'm not watching. So yeah, yeah. It's, I can't do that again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so, how do you feel about your like? How do you feel going into this series against so, the Dodgers? I'm going to be honest. I was feeling really good, oddly, which is tough for any Atlanta. A bad feeling fans. sometimes. No, every every time I'm as an Atlanta sports fan, anytime I feel good, I'm like something bad will come. Something bad <laughs> is going to happen. It's right so, around the corner. I love how we're hitting. It's yep. amazing that our pitching, who like we don't even have our sure. best pitcher <laughs> this nope, whole year, and yep. honestly, the whole year, most of our pitchers couldn't get out of the third inning. <laughs> Legit, sure. like Freed yeah. was the only one who had six plus innings regularly. And then all of a sudden we got Ian Anderson. And he's pitching like he's Kerry Wood or some, you know, young right. phenom or something like that, you know. And then uh, Kyle Wright, who I thought we would never bring up because he wasn't good, he pitches great. And I'm just like, are we? What's happening? You know. <laughs> so, but then yeah. I'm like, oh, we played the Reds, <laughs> and sure. then the Mar- yeah. This is now we're playing the bully. <laughs> like, right? Yeah. Like. The Dodgers are every sports movie, like that fictional player that <laughs> right. has like the weird beard and the un, like the non-baseball muscles. Like yeah. that's who that's who the Dodgers are to me. So I'm just right. like, no, oh, no. like, so I'm like, I don't know if y'all would be like free should be fine, maybe. But like, I just need sure. y'all to get to the fifth inning if you can. Yeah. So I was excited because we were hitting. But the thing that now I got less excited was when I realized that we played in the first series was in Atlanta and the second series uh, was in Houston, and now the games will be played, I believe, in Texas, right in, at Arlington. Yeah, and that ballpark is very tough to hit home runs. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. And well, I was like, but I that's, that's going to be a a great equalizer for both teams, actually. Yeah, but like our, I, I feel think. like I feel like y- y'all just y'all are like actually like I feel like we got lucky. <laughs> like you know, sure. like I look at the the baseball cards for the Dodgers, like 
all of those guys hit home runs. And then ours is like Adam Duvall. And I was like, we, we sent him yeah. to the minors last year. Sure, he hit seven, 15 or whatever homers this year, but it's like, that's not what he does. Soon no. lady, it's like the angel and I feel like it's, the angels aren't going to be here eventually. <laughs> so like, like yeah. prepare for that. Like yeah. rookie of the year, like your arm is about you about to float it. It's gonna this whole give series, out. <laughs> yeah, this whole series is floating. But that's the thing, though. <laughs> that is the thing that I will say as a, a Dodger fan watching them, going to games, seeing the yeah. thing, being it's like their their biggest obstacle is a team with luck. Oh, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hear you say that, and I go, oh boy. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so we're because, both like, <laughs> Because especially coming off of last year, like they just, and maybe they needed last year to, to be able to do it this year. I don't know. I was at that game yeah. when uh, uh, the Nationals beat the Dodgers. Yeah. That was one of the most macabre experiences I've ever <laughs> had just anywhere, you know, yeah. let alone at a baseball game. Yeah. And uh, that is the thing that gets them the most is that I think they come in with expectations, mm-hmm. you know, you got to, but then they just don't know how to combat the luck. They don't know mm. they because it's. I feel like they're missing that a lot, you know. Mm. But but I think Mookie Betts brings a little aspect to he that does. of the like, yeah. whatever it is, juju or like just like belief or it's like constant, seeing the yeah. game or yeah. He knows he's good like, and he should. He win. knows he's good, but yeah. he also like there's something about him that is like he knows he's good. He can also be cocky but he has his eyes on the game. You know, he has his eyes in the thing and he sees those things we were talking about, you know, like he watches the game, not the stats. He's like continually making adjustments. It's like that. He just brings a different, like, um, it's a, it's like a calming. Yeah. No, I watch him like, man, I can't wait till Acuna gets there. Cause right now oh, he's yeah. just, he's oh, just he's like, that guy he's too. like, I'm just great. No, but he, like now it's like, yeah. Oh, you don't make the adjustments. <laughs> like you're still, right. or you're 20. You can see it though. Yeah. yeah the yeah. possibility of him being a Mookie yeah. Betts is totally there where you're like, Oh yeah. Just a bunch of years. And you will be like tuning everything. Yeah. You when know, you make it's adjustments almost like, stuff. like Mookie is like cooking, you know, like yeah. he's like adding spices and stuff and he's just like, Oh, not Continually yet. Not tasting yet, not the yet. sauce. Needs more of this. Yeah. Where right. Cooney's just like, I don't know, man. I don't need a recipe. I know. Yeah. I know. Turn it's it always turned out good. Let's go. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. always been good. I don't get why Take it's it not. Take it out and eat it. <laughs> yeah. Which is like, sometimes yeah. you make great dishes by doing that. But a lot of times, it's like, no, you got to taste the sauce and see what's going you gotta on. You got to try know? it a little bit. It's like, try I mean, once so, I really learned what salt was supposed to do, it like changed all food for me. It does. <laughs> it's like, it does. Oh, you don't just like put a shit ton of salt on it. You like. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a taste. Got yeah, it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, they've 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 got me. I'm, I was I'm, I'm for the first time in a long time. I'm proud of my team because sure. I feel like they're and this is this is a weird thing to say, but like they've broken from that Bobby Cox like play the game. Like they they are yeah. doing stuff that like you're like they're playing with a certain confidence, right? And mm-hmm. it's weird to watch because mm-hmm. like Freddie Freeman is my I love Freddie Freeman. I love yeah. I love the stories of Freddie Freeman. I love hearing about him even learning about racism through his best friend, Jason Hayward and stuff like that. Like, have you ever heard those stories about like, I don't know that I've heard that one. No. He had, I remember one, my brother was telling me a story about them playing. They're like best. They were in each other's wedding. Like they're like best yeah. friends. Right. And they were telling the story about um, how he started to pay more attention to what was going on because they were in the minor leagues together. And some, you know, crazy fan was calling Jason Hayward, everything, but a child of God as the old folks sure. say. And, yeah. and Freddie was like, do you hear that? And he was like, yeah. And he was like, that <laughs> happens. He's like, yeah. And they said yeah. Freddie was just like crying. What? Just being yeah, like, 
Yeah. Like, oh my, my, my friend, you know? So like yeah. to hear like his, like he, I love everything about what he brings to it, but it's like, he's that old guard, which is yeah, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like he has fun, but he's not like, like you could tell there's a Bobby yeah. Cox, but like Ronald Acuna don't care. Azuna no. don't care. Ozzy Osbourne, no. they don't care. No. They're like, we have to come in confident because the Braves of the years past were just like, let's just see what happens. And they're like, no, we came yeah. to beat you. And I'm like, finally, yeah. even if we don't win, just be like, hey, say it's it, fun. put it out there. Yeah. Yeah. Put There's nothing there. worse than like just a quiet, boring loss, you know, <laughs> like, put it out there. Give it a yeah. shot. I mean, that's what I liked about San Diego. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I'm really happy to be playing you. It's all it's Same. This is like the first time that I'm like, you know what? Who cares? Let's have Who fun. Cares? Let's have- <laughs> How do Let's you feel? Fun. How do you I mean, feel? I feel all right. I'm like, okay. honestly, I like, this is what I said to my friend. I was like, I am prepared for heartbreak as always, but I'm hoping for a hunk of metal. You know what I mean? Like, either <laughs> we're way. We're both so scared, Rhea. We're yeah, I mean, so there, I don't know how I could let go of that because like, yeah. it just hasn't not happened. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, even like, like I felt this way about basketball, yeah. you know, and it, and that it finally happened. And it still hasn't gone away because yeah. I just like the baseball one is very specific to me. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, I've yeah. watched a team that I love lose the world series five times yeah. in my lifetime, five, yeah. times, five times, which is honestly a privilege. Many people have never sure. seen their baseball team even go to the world series. Sure. So I get that. But it's but like, it's who should we put through that experience <laughs> to yeah. watch your team lose a world series five times. Right. right. No one should <laughs> so, be put through that. No. So I'm just prepared because like, and not, and it's not even in like a pessimistic way. I'm just right. prepared. You know, yeah. it's like, I'm here for the ride. Yeah. So let's, it's like, uh, let's what's weird. That, the, the, uh, I'm always like that that fan in major league who like, yeah. didn't believe, you know what I mean? He's like, oh, yeah, they'll blow right. it in the play. Like, that's me. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> like, oh, they'll blow it in the ninth. But I'm me. like, I'm just waiting on it, you know? Like, oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, in some ways, I hope it goes to seven for that. You know what I mean? Yes. It's like, let's just go all the way. Let's yeah. do this thing. <laughs> yeah. We like let's if we're gonna play baseball when we shouldn't, let's, let's play, play all the baseball. <laughs> I know. Yeah. We definitely shouldn't be here. So we, we should, should not at least be enjoy here. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's get all well, of it. Well, David, this I have enjoyed this. We definitely oh, should have been here and we definitely should have talked about it. Um, Absolutely. do you want to let people know where to like catch you or like support uh, you or yeah? I mean, I'm on Instagram and the Twitter's uh do or die d-u-e-o-r-d-i-e. And then my podcast is fourth and ten. Uh it's a sports comedy podcast where we barely talk sports and we, <laughs> we're very silly and it's for the fan that doesn't like sports who but likes comedians. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that it. sounds like that sounds like my podcast. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Well, so we stole the like, idea. No, I'm sorry. It sounds like good no. I definitely don't own it for sure. Yeah, just yeah, putting yeah. it out there, just sharing it. Sounds yeah. like three Bs would love it. Well, David, uh, I mean, best of luck to you, my friend. Very best excited of luck to, to be. Well. Let's uh keep DMing. You're the reason why I won't be mad if the Dodgers win. Uh, if, right. if I didn't I mean, know you, I would be mad. But because it would bring you joy, I'm like, you know what? Rhea's good with this, so I'm good. Yeah, you know, honestly, David, that you are the person for me for Atlanta. Yeah. That's yeah, very yeah. true. Like, yeah. I will be very happy for you. Yeah. It'll be great. It will. Little I'm David sure. and little Rhea will be so happy for oh, each other. Oh, my goodness. Little David's going to lose his mind. It's going to be so great. Yeah. Oh, man, David, so great to talk to you. 
what a wonderful conversation that was with my dear friend David Perdue. And I'm not lying. I'm going to have him back as soon as possible. Uh, we're going to talk about the NLCS probably. And I hope we both win. You know, I think we both will. Um, I want to say thank you to everybody that listens to the show regularly or irregularly. I'm happy you're here whenever you're here. Um, glad to see you. Happy you showed up. Keep showing up. I hope you keep having a, a, some joy in your life. Grateful for all of you. Um, I will have some more tie-dye up on Trash Canyon soon. Uh, my partner's been making some really wonderful tie-dye. We've also, we're also going to have some socks. We're going to see how those go, see how people like that. Um, it's really fun to make stuff for you all. And uh, yeah, please rate, review, subscribe. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Send me those rosin bag questions. And as always, if you liked it, guess what? You liked it. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.